with early voting starting yesterday. We're once again doing our candidate introduction series for the local government races in Orange County this year. Next week, you'll hear from the candidates running in the contested District 2 Democratic primary for Board of Orange County Commissioners and another big race for Orange County Board of Education. But today, we're featuring three county commissioner candidates who are running unopposed, meaning you won't see their names on the ballot until November, and they've already basically secured their victories. Each still participated in our questionnaire for the sake of transparency and accountability to residents, and we're hearing from them today on the show. At 3 o'clock, we heard from Gene Hamilton, and now we'll hear from Marilyn Carter. You can be sure to check chapelboro.com for the full list of candidates running in county commissioner races, audio of those in the contested District 2 election set to air next week. We heard from Gene Hamilton in the 3 o'clock hour, and next hour we will hear from Amy Fowler. Down to Pittsburgh now, where the water treatment plant yesterday was the scene of several people being there. On Thursday afternoon, North Carolina Attorney General Josh Stein, House Minority Leader Robert Reeves, and Pittsburgh Mayor Kyle Shipp held a press conference to share their alignment in addressing threats to water quality. Comes on the heels of the latest shutdown of the Pittsburgh water treatment plant after the release of the chemical 1,4-dioxane into the water supply. That caused the town of Pittsburgh to put themselves into the early stages of suing Apollo Chemical, the responsible company in Alamance County. Stein said Thursday his office will follow the litigation, quote, with great interest, but indicated he plans to continue taking action against those who illegally release chemicals. The attorney general touted his office's record in going after corporations who illegally and negatively affect water quality with chemicals like 1,4-dioxane, Pittsburgh has had cut their water supply in over the years. One example is Stein's office earning the largest environmental fine in the state of North Carolina's history based on the case a chemical company releasing into the Cape Fear River. He pointed to other litigation pushing to punish corporations who create shell companies to absorb damages from water quality lawsuits. Here are some of Stein's comments he made in Pittsburgh yesterday. When you turn on a faucet at home, you should never have to worry, is that water going to make your loved one sick? You shouldn't have to worry about giving your kids a bath in the bathtub. You should never doubt whether that water is clean. And while I appreciate the town of Pittsburgh's initiative, you shouldn't have to bring water jugs and water bottles to a collection agency uh, to get specially treated water. That is not what we want for the people of North Carolina. The health effects of 1,4-dioxane contaminations are serious, but this issue can and must be addressed. Our legislature, local government leaders, public health experts, and importantly, industry leaders have to work together. Corporations have a responsibility to come to the table and work with us to protect people's health. If they are irresponsible, if they break the law, and if they put North Carolinians' health at risk, we will not hesitate to take action. Josh Stein speaking there. Some more state news now. U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg was in Raleigh yesterday with Governor Cooper to announce $45 million in infrastructure grants to four North Carolina airports. It's part of a billion dollars of grant money going to airports nationwide. Twelve million of that will go to RDU for baggage claim and security upgrades. (laughs) 
Time now to talk sports, and we'll start sports today by talking women's basketball. Much-needed win for the Tar Heels last night. Maybe pit 75-62 to snap a four-game losing streak. It was actually down two at halftime and had a lot of people, myself included, pretty nervous. Played some back-and-forth ball in the third and then pulled away in the fourth. Lexi Donarski with 20 points on six three-pointers. 17 of those 20 points in the second half. Great job there. We've also got Alyssa Usby nearly with a triple-double. She had 14 points and 10 assists. Also collected seven rebounds. Heels will be back in action on Sunday at Wake Forest at 6 p.m. Of course, there's also men's basketball coming at you tomorrow at 2 o'clock as the Heels are hosting Virginia Tech. And we're going to have all the action for you starting at 12.30 with Countdown to Tip-Off with Brighton McConnell. Also, some welcome news for a couple of Tar Heels. Armando Baycott and R.J. Davis were both put on the list as midseason watch candidates for the Naismith Trophy. Have that list down to 30, and R.J. and Armando both make it. That goes to the National Player of the Year, so congratulations to them. UNC softball in a big tournament down in Clearwater, Florida with a bunch of really high-quality teams. They lost to 18th-ranked Kentucky 12-10 yesterday. Today they're going up against University of Central Florida, currently tied at 1. They get Texas tomorrow, Washington, and UCLA on Sunday. A lot of tough competition there. UNC baseball team season's getting underway as we speak. Three-game home series against Wagner that they just had first pitch on about 20 minutes ago. We'll continue that tomorrow at noon and then 1 p.m. Sunday. Carolina is ranked going into the season, and they've got some high expectations. Here's head coach Scott Forbes on the goal for the season. A regional for us is something that we expect to be in. Um, and honestly, we we hope to be hosting a regional. That's something that, that we feel like our program, the level we've gotten to, if you do your research, the last 20, 25 years, we've hosted a lot of them. We did win our first Super Regional get to Omaha at Alabama, so sometimes you have to do that. And Virginia won their national championship in 2015 on the road in the regional and the Super Regional. Um, but, you know, that is something like for us, like we don't really talk about making a regional. That's a given that obviously you got to make a regional to, to win a national championship. Um, but we just talk about our, you know, what our expectations are. And they haven't changed since I've been here with Coach Fox and it's to be the first team at UNC to win the national championship. So that's our ultimate goal. Diamond Heels head coach Scott Forbes speaking there. We've also got a lot of other teams in action this weekend. UNC Gymnastics is hosting Pitt tonight at 7 o'clock. That's going to be over at Carmichael. UNC Wrestling's on the road at UVA. They got a late start at 8.30. And the sixth-ranked UNC women's lacrosse team has a big win. They'll be hosting number 12 Florida. That'll be on Dorrance Field at 11 a.m. tomorrow. 17th-ranked Tar Heel men's lacrosse will be on the road at Fairfield. They have a noon start. Also got a pretty big story brewing that uh, Inside Carolina first reported yesterday. They're saying that UNC Athletic Director Bubba Cunningham has put together a working group to explore options for renovating the Smith Center. Also on the table is replacing the Smith Center. UNC did have a concept plan for renovations back in 2013 that was never implemented. No word yet on the timeline for that working group. 